Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. The Workplace Relations Commission has found over 200 breaches of employment law in Limerick over the past two years. The information comes from new data which has been provided to Sinn Féin and on the line to tell us more about it we have Limerick City Sinn Féin TD Morris Quindlevin and Barrister in Civil Contract and Employment Law Kevin Callan as well and good morning to both of you. Um, so what are we talking about here? There are so many uh, breaches um, Morris Quindlevin in terms of over 200 uh, but give us some examples. Yeah, it seems like an awful lot of breaches, but you're talking about breaches of minimum wage, where minimum wage wasn't paid properly, or you're talking about where wages were outstanding. Um, quite a number of them were related to certain um, sectors of the economy, which would be like food services was particularly bad. Construction was a, a problem. Um, hospitality was a problem. So uh, it, it's a huge number of cases for the last two years. Obviously, some of them included a year of the pandemic. So it's, it's quite disheartening to see that people were uh, not obeying the rules or regulations during the pandemic, especially when people were going out risking their lives to do the, the work that we were all dependent on. So look, it's, um, it's something that needs to be addressed. The WRC, in fairness, have done a really good job as best they can. On, on the limited resources they have. I've been in, in the Dáil since 2016. I've been looking for additional funding for the WRC for a variety of reasons so as they can enable them to do their work much better um, as they can. And obviously we're moving into a new phase of work as well where we're going to have potentially a lot more people working from home. There's sort of going to be issues about the right to disconnect, um, make sure you're working from home properly, make sure you're looking after when you're working from home as well. So WRC is a really, really important um, organisation the government have, have established and we need to make sure that it's fully functioning, fully um, resourced. But we can't go on with... And I want to preface this by saying the vast bulk of employers are really good and really decent to the workers. And it's important that that message goes out as well. But the, the people who don't pay proper wages, minimum wages, and pay their staff properly, protect their staff, they do need to be looked at. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you do look at something like the minimum wage, you know, which you would think is pretty clear, you know, anytime it goes up, there's loads of publicity around it, something that employers and employees should and probably do know about. And yet there were examples of breaches of that in Limerick. Yeah, it's, it's incredible to understand in this day and age that people would, who most people would be well aware of the minimum wage, what they're supposed to pay the minimum wage and that companies still feel that they're in a position not to pay it. Um, it, it's disgraceful that WRC have to investigate to actually prove that that happened, but there's clear evidence that that happened and a number of employers obviously have not paid the minimum wage to, to their staff or haven't paid wages that were agreed to their staff. So it is important that WRC continue the investigations. So they found out that in the investigations we're doing, over a third of them have found some sort of a breach, whether it was um, uh, not issuing contracts, um, not paying proper wages, not paying, uh, giving staff proper breaks. So it's really, really important to that, as as I said, we enhance the WRC, the Work Workers Relations Committee, and make sure that uh, uh, employees are protected. You know, we are coming out of the pandemic slowly. The economy is coming back together. Um, hopefully, we'll be, you know, we will be doing well in the next couple of months. And it's important that 
that employers as have been given the support they have been given, but that employees are protected as well. Yeah, we're chatting to Sinn Féin Limerick City TD Morris Quinlevin about uh, the Workplace Relations Commission finding over 200 breaches of employment law in Limerick over the past two years. As I mentioned, Kevin Callan, who's consultancy manager and qualified barrister at Global Employment Law Consultancy Peninsula, is also on the line. Um, so how much of this is deliberate, do you think, on the part of employers, Kevin, and from an employee's perspective, is there still a, a lack of knowledge about what protections they have in law? Well, Joe, good morning and thanks for inviting me on to the show. I suppose from years of experience in dealing with this, um, I think it's really important for listeners, whether they're employers or employees, to know exactly how this, this works. We're dealing here with the Inspection and Enforcement Service which is in effect in place from 2015. And of the visits that were made, the total inspections nationally were actually 7,687. Unannounced inspections of those were 5,202. So that's literally when an inspector walks up to your door and comes in, identifies themselves to start an inspection. So this, this is something that does take employers by surprise when it happens. And part of the inspection is the right, and it is a right, and employers must... Uh, comply with a, an inspection officer. They can't tell them no. They must comply with what they're asking. But they can look at your records, your sign-in sheets, your clock-in, clock-out system, your statutory breaks, your annual leave, and as Mara said there, the payment of wages. All of that is, is at play in one of these inspections. They also can be joint inspections with somebody from Social Protection, the Gardaí, which a, a big part of the report is work permits which came up um, in 2020. But they can also have somebody from the Revenue Commissioners with them as well. So it does take some people by surprise when somebody appears on the doorstep to say, we're doing a, a statutory inspection. Um, of the, the visits that were made, 68% of them were, were actually unannounced. And I think, Joe, to answer your question, is it deliberate? I, I don't think in many cases it is. I think it's that possibly an employer hasn't had a system in place for the likes of tracking breaks, or annual leave, and something is missed. And over time, the amount clocks up. But Morris, Morris mentioned some sectors there. Some were very high in terms of non-compliance. Like mining and quarrying was 100% breaches found. Um, other sectors, real estate, 50%. Equine activity, 92% breach rate. So some are actually very high. Sorry, and that's not just in Limerick now, we should specify no, that's that. Across, that's, yeah, that's, that's nationally, yeah. Yeah, and I was just looking at other counties. So the likes of Meath had about 240, Louth had 250 um, cases that were found here as well. So it does come up. And obviously with COVID, some of these inspections were also bringing in the return to work safety protocol. Now, they found 87% of employers were compliant with the, that side of it. But it's, there's no doubt mistakes are made, errors are made. Some of them, of course, have to be, uh, you know, I suppose, deliberate. But I think the inspections are very, very good at finding out where something has been missed. But it's it's incumbent on employers to make sure there are systems there to not allow this situation to arise. Well, let's ask Morris Quinlivan of Sinn Féin. I mean, do you think that Kevin is right that a lot of these are mistakes rather than deliberate acts by employers? Oh, it's hard to know that for definite, but I would imagine quite a few are mistakes, simple mistakes that are made. In that, like everyone knows what the minimum wage is. 
hard to see companies that would actually be paying less than the minimum wage, even though it's proven that that has actually happened. But look, there there is services out there. Most employers I know I know would be involved in different organisations. There's IBEC, there's ISME, as Kevin said himself, Peninsula is a good company that's given advice to companies. I worked in Charlie before and Peninsula was our our go to person for for advice in that. So you know there is no. In fairness, there's no real um, excuse for making mistakes. We all make mistakes, um, but the fact that the numbers are so high where the inspections, and uh, whether they're announced or, or not unannounced, you know, we're seeing that 36% of the inspections are seeing some sort of a breach. Um, you're, you're running a business. You should be running it properly. I understand people can make mistakes. I understand people don't know the advice. And in fairness to some smaller, some of the smaller companies, there's a lot of legislation to get through. But there is support there. There's groups that they're involved in. There's a lot of employer groups. I chair the um, employment committee. I meet those groups all the time. They're coming in. They're giving their, they're giving advice. They're, you know, they're talking to their members all the time. So it, it's, look, Everyone, everyone understands that we're all human and we make mistakes, but the level of the mistakes uh, is not acceptable. And the fact that we're talking about, you know, minimum wage, people's right to have a break, yeah. people's right to disconnect, all this sort of stuff. Has to be yeah, up. I mean, I think it is hard to understand Kevin Callan, uh, the minimum wage one, isn't it? Yeah, well, I suppose what is what is quite strange about that one, Joe, is that uh, obviously people may not be aware that the the WRC actually has the right to issue out notices to employers to comply. So if you have one of these inspections or visits and effectively something is found to not be in place, what happens then is that the inspector issues you out with a notice to tell you to fix it. And of the seven-odd thousand inspections that were done, 40-odd of them ended up in the district court um, where proceedings were issued by the WRC for people to make payment. But actually, the WRC published the the figures every year and list the people who are actually brought before the courts um, where there has been a breach. But just on what Mara said there about the minimum wage, actually the majority of the cases that were taken to prosecution for conviction were actually in relation to uh, work permits. Um, so we have some which are organisational working time, which as I said, could be that there was no system in place for recording hours, which again should be there. There's absolutely no excuse for that. But other ones would have included, a small number of them would have been minimum wage. And again, some of those can be um, quite technical where somebody has gone into their first job as a graduate. There may be accommodation provided and or um, lodgings and food. And mistakes do get made and errors do get made. So it, it does happen across the board. You would expect people to be compliant. You would expect them to understand. But it just does happen, Joe, that when, when one of these inspections happen, the employer will say, I, I just wasn't clear on that. We'll make the payment. So of the cases which were actually run um, and the, the payments of wages which were required, they were paid out. A very small minority actually went before the courts. Right. So the majority, vast majority of employers, when they see that something is wrong and they're told to pay it, they pay it. Okay. Um, and Mark Quinn, before I let you go, I, I don't know if you've seen this, your colleague um, here in Sinn Féin in Limerick, uh, Senator Paul Gavin, has been creating a bit of a stir on social media because it seems that some people have mixed him up with Paul Given. Paul Given, yeah. Of the DUP, who is the designated new first minister that Edwin Poots decided was the person to go into that job from next week. So Paul Gavin, our Limerick Senate, Senator of Sinn Féin, is getting loads of congratulations on becoming the first minister of Northern Ireland. I saw Paul's uh, clarification that he would be delighted to be first minister, but I don't think he was accepted. He was being offered the position. 
Um, look, <laughs> yeah, Paul is a really, really good, hard-working senator. Um, we, we want him to stay in Limerick, so um, the, the first minister will be announced, I think, in the next couple of days, actually, and hopefully uh, the DUP will agree to previous agreements and we'll get that up and running, hopefully, as soon as possible. Well, I could see that because Paul Gaffin said that one of his first moves, if he had been appointed first minister, which he most certainly hasn't, it was the <laughs> Irish Language Act. So, anyway, yeah. whoever, I'd say some people got some fright um <laughs> when they realised the person they were congratulating was right across the other side of the political divide but it was quite funny on social media last yeah, night yeah. alright listen good, good to chat to both of you thank you very much for that uh, that is uh, Sinn Féin Limerick City TD Morris Quinlevin and Kevin Callan Consultancy Manager and Qualified Barrister at Global Employment Law Consultancy Peninsula Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95 Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.